welcome everyone. Welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity that is within. My name is Randy. I am your host on this journey. And as usual, I am not alone. I am joined by my friend and my good co-host, Phil. Phil, how you doing today, brother? What is up, you beautiful people? Uh, we lost an hour, but we're still here. I hope you guys are doing all right out there. I am beat. But let's do this. <laughs> oh, man, we have an episode for you here today. Uh, but, of course, before we get into all of our weekly shenanigans here, of course, we got to tell you that uh, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com to keep up on all the latest and greatest geeky media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're on all the social medias. Look us up at Geek World Order and, of course, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast as a page on Facebook. Oh, man, and today it's a glamour and glitter, fashion and fame. That's right, folks. We are going back into the world of Jim and the <laughs> fucking holograms. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never liked this show. Listen, man. Uh, <laughs> this is your punishment. It's eternal torture. <laughs> oh, man. But so. We are taking a look at the episode called Broadway Magic. Start off by just getting a view of this really weird dude, man. This guy. Uh, like something merit. And <laughs> yeah, this guy's just kind of walking around his office. He's like, oh, my God, my career is ruined. I haven't had a big idea recently. I have no clue what's going on. And his secretary is just kind of following him around. She's like, career ruined. Need <laughs> yeah. ideas. And so outside of him, like, are these guys washing windows. And they're playing, like, really loud music. And he is just like, music. And then, like, one of the window washers just, like, falls off of, like, the the trussle thing oh yeah the like like dude like slams he slams the window down on the dude's foot yeah and, and the dude's like holding on for his life <laughs> he looks like a mafia version of super mario oh man so at that point they kind of just go in and he kind of opens when he's like hey what's that music you're playing Completely oblivious to the fact that this guy is like about to fall off. Right. But then he totally does, and we realize it's like a one story drop. I was kind of disappointed. Right. Like, I really like, thought he was going to fall to his death. Right. Ooh, then you're Jim like, just got dark. It's like, nope. Like, no, he just fell like 10 feet. <laughs> It's very anticlimactic. So yeah, he's just so this guy decides he's gonna can create a musical. But um, what was he doing trying to create a musical without music before? I was gonna say that he's like, of course, a musical needs music. I'm like, uh, okay, it's gonna be one of those episodes. 
It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, so we cut to a scene at a beach where um, her band, whose name I have no clue who any of them are still, they're just playing beach volleyball. And this dude, Rio, is like, I have feelings. <laughs> I have feelings and purple hair. Yeah, that's really kind of what we learn about. Although apparently he's got the hots for both Jerrica and Jim. Oh, yeah. Not knowing that they're... He does not know that they're the same person. Yeah. This poor dude... Dude, he kind of gets, like, just thrown under the bus the whole episode, like, emotionally. It really does. Uh, but we'll get into that and all the fun shenanigans that happen with that. It's like, what's this guy going through? Yeah. So we learn that uh, this Merit guy has put an ad out in the paper. Because, you know, it's the 1980s and everyone still communicates via newspapers. Right to try out for his you know his musical so they see it and also the misfits see it the lovely misfits yeah we're doing some interesting uh, exercises by the way <laughs> yeah they're just like on like random gym equipment with like truly insane of like 80s workout gear yeah, one of them hanging upside down. So, they come up with the grams to this interview. They're like, uh, because they know if Jem shows up, they're gonna they're gonna lose the audition. Well, at least they know that. So they're like, you know what? I have a plan. And they're kind of going, and one of them kind of goes on this whole rant about, you know what? Why? Why does nobody know who Jem is? What is her real name? <laughs> and then dude's like, I got it. Yeah. And really, it's kind of a great question. It really is. Which segues us into the first song of the episode. Called, uh... Who Is She Anyway? <laughs> God, when the song started, I'm like... <laughs> oh my goodness, man. This is just insane. So yeah, our good old boy Eric here, he has an evil plan. So he gets on the TV, he's in his office, and he's got like, you know, hot women around him, and he's just like in a power suit. Oh yeah. And he basically goes on to, you know, tell him who he is. His name is Eric, well, what is his last name? I want to say it's like Reynolds. Yeah, I forgot. Or something like that. Apparently he has some pull, though. Yeah. Although, we learned that Eric actually used to be the co-owner of Starlight Records. Mm-hmm. Which that is the record like, oh. label that, that Jim and the Holograms are through. And so, through his entire time, he's he only knew Jim as Jim. Not by her real name. That's true. Although that would be interesting to see an Origins episode. Kind of see what exactly happened to make that, you know, with that and where that split happened. 
You know, that would be a that would be kind of nice to kind of find out how she got what she got. Right. But yeah, no. So Eric declares it itty on the identity of Jim. Yeah, he's got some he's got some money. He's got some clout. Which is a great plan, so and like almost in, and pretty much immediately like they're out and Jim gets hounded by media. That was pretty quick. I was like, okay. That, the like, news got out there. For, like, they went for it. It's like, they're basically watching it on the TV. And they're like... And basically, like, reporters are literally turning around and are like, Jim, like, what's oh, your name? <laughs> right. Like, they immediately attacked her. Dude, they straight up, like, get in a taxi. And this is ridiculous. Like the taxi, the taxi they get in. This lady's like, "You want fast? I can do fast." Dude, she was kind of hot, right? There's like this redhead, yeah, red-headed, long-haired taxi driver with glasses. Like, oh, you want fast? I got fast. And she gave her like a slight New York accent and everything. And she just straight up is like weaving in and out of traffic. Yeah, she was pretty reckless. Yeah. And even then, they're kind of like, you know, what's going on here? Oh, and then the taxi driver, she explains it because apparently she's watched. She watched the interview, and she's like, "Yeah, this guy put out a hundred thousand dollars to learn out who Jim actually is." Yeah, and she doesn't seem to care. Nope. Which is pretty <laughs> interesting. So yeah. So they get to their destination, which is the studio, uh, Merrick Studio, where they just happen to walk in on the Misfits finishing their audition. And Merrick's oh, like, yeah. oh my god, they're great, they're amazing, they're the ones. He's like, they're the best, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. He reminded me of Austin Powers. He's like, well, but we have one more act to apply. Like, oh boy and they're like and the mister's like oh well where's gem if you don't have gem there's no gem in the holograms this is and true. so at this point she's still jerica she's like oh i'll uh she's backstage changing i'll go get her Yeah, you know this part was pretty interesting because if she would, she would have found out who she was. Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, so she actually goes back to the backstage area, and one of the misfits actually goes into the booth to like mess up like settings so that they're uh, straight up, you know, basically so things get fucked up and. So yeah, Jem actually contacts Synergy to initiate the hologram. And they're like, oh no, that misfit is still in the booth staring down at her. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Man, so, I yeah, thought that was it. <laughs> things get a little scary. and But uh, before this scene moves on, of course, we have a little bit of a tension here. Uh, something very bad may happen. So, of course, we have to go to a commercial. Hi. 
So we'll be back in just a moment, folks. See you in a second. away uh jericho was contacting synergy uh to become gem and get her hologram set up here and uh, of course we noticed that one of the misfits was in the booth and so yeah they go to do their um evil plan here and bruh round <laughs> yeah right when she's about to turn into gem i'm like this dumbass turns around i'm like oh my god this episode is going to be insane. They're going to learn they're going to learn the secret. Like I actually got a little interested when I saw that. I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's going to see her." I was like, "No, they turned around." <laughs> that is like the like, most unfortunate thing that has happened to them. Yeah, like they had it in the bag, dude. Dude, like that would have been game over like they really had it in the bag but yeah no so at this point you know the one misfit like starts pushing buttons and bro like this weird sonic screeching noise just like starts coming out of the board and everything oh dude i had my um i had my headphones on <laughs> I, like, I like grabbed them and threw them off i'm like ah Luckily, Jim like rushes up there and fixes everything because she apparently knows how to do everything in the music industry. Right. And then they're coming down. She's like, and that one misfit whose name I have no clue who they any of them are. But she's like, Me oh, Jim, oh, th this is all Jim's fault. She did. No. And everyone's like, um, yeah, no. <laughs> Nobody believed her. Right. So at this point, we get a uh, the audition from Jim and the Holograms through a song called "Can't Get My Love Together." I will admit it wasn't bad. And there were some crazy things going on. There were some visuals with like Rio and like yeah, just... <laughs> obviously we know that Jim probably knows what's going on. She what, has an idea. Or, you know, his split feelings, but she can't really tell him anything. <clears throat> and, bro, Merritt is, like, getting choked up by this. 
I like, noticed that, and the misfits even were. The misfits were like, oh, they like one of them like wiped a tear. Oh yeah, dude. And Merritt oh is like full blown crying. He like he's moved to tears. I'm pretty sure the misfits are just crying because they're like, oh, we're it, fucked. Yeah, we just lost. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, like once the song's done, he's he stands up. He's like, oh my god, this was beautiful. Y'all are the greatest. And bruh. Oh, the misfits got pissed off. Yo, that miss was like, um. Like, you Dude, just told us that. Exactly. That's literally what He's he like, just oh, said to them. Uh, I did? Oh, dude, this guy is like the that sleazy was... 80s <laughs> music producer. Right? They, they, I was, I was saying, like, they definitely got his personality down. Oh, dude, he is like. That was sick. funny. So he's like, all right, well, I will make my final decision. Uh, later on, when we go on the, uh, hold on, the Lindsay Pierce show. Yeah, we've seen her before, right? She was on the last one. I have no clue. It's possible. Or they I could swear just... I remember her. I mean, the character probably had a different name, but it's probably the same interchangeable personality. Yeah, probably. So, this whole part of the show was basically... A waste of like a minute of screen time. Yeah. Like there was no hyper build up to it. Like he's like, like it's like, hi, I'm Lindsay. Here's Merritt. And Merritt's like, oh, you yeah, know, Gem of the Holograms totally won. <laughs> like there Dude, was. They were, they were so pissed. I'm like, because I'm trying to figure out where this episode is going. It's like, oh, maybe there's some tension that'll build here no we, we do get some more interesting stuff later on but you know gem and the holograms win uh, but the misfits which it's i know it's the lead misfit but i still don't know what her name is oh dude she was not having it bruh she goes and like turns on the fire hose <laughs> she just just like lets loose and then like it slips out of her hands and she loses control of it too. So like once again, Jim's got to like crawl over there and like turn it off. Or I don't even know who was Jim, but I think it was at least one of the holograms. Yeah, I think it was Jim. Yeah, she no. just does everything, huh? Yeah. And, and then Mary's like, well, you could have let me finish here. <laughs> I was also going to announce that the misfits will be the understudies for Jim and the holograms. Okay. That's the worst thing. All right. Here's where we get the tension for the episode. Because, oh, sure. Nothing's going to happen to Jim and the holograms. Right. Right. Yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, they'll be fine. Uh, so they start going to, like, the rehearsals, like, the next day. And, like, people are still, like, trying to figure out Jim's identity. So this one dude oh. literally <laughs> comes up to her. He's like, 
I will give you a check for a zillion dollars. He really tried to pull that. It's like, you won a zillion dollars. All you have to do is write your real name on this check. Yes, we just need your real like, really, signature. Oh, bro. Like, the check guy wasn't even the worst of it. Because, like, literally after this, like, this gypsy lady. No, no listen to him. Like, look into my crystal ball. Are you getting sleepy? Are you getting sleepy? Oh, my <sighs> God, dude. And she starts getting sleepy. She's like, oh. Hey. What the hell is this? Yeah. And then so Mary's like, listen, I'm I'm gonna need these distractions to not happen. So figure this out or the the misfits have got it. Yeah, so in the background that uh little plan was still working to to a degree. Mm-hmm. So the So they're all back in the in the in their green room dressing room or whatever. And so here's another thing I learned about this in this during this episode. Synergy can take a holographic form and communicate with them. Yeah, I didn't remember that. And we don't get a lot here, but we get a little expository statement about, you know, basically let, you know, reminding them that, you know, it would be very dangerous to let the world know that Jim and Jerrica are the same person. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> the earrings are becoming sentient. <laughs> oh boy and so like right shortly after this like uh rio walks into the room and he's like you know jerica i gotta talk to you but and she just like goes off on him yeah she's like what are you doing here are you spying on me <laughs> get the fuck out Dude, that's literally what she She's, did. She spazzed on him. Dude, dude was just like, but no, I, I, uh, I, just, I just want to be your boyfriend. No, fuck that. Get out. Right? Uh, Poor guy. <laughs> so. Oh, man. So, yeah, so the other people in this band are... At the main hall, they're they're you know, they're doing all the rehearsals and walkthroughs, and they're like, "Hmm, where where is Jim? All right, let's go find her." Um, y'all know the shows tonight, right? You better be here by eight o'clock. We go. We'll be here. It's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Wasn't so, she like? Wasn't she just like casually strolling? Who? Uh, Jen. Oh yeah, that's basically the next scene. So she's like, kind of like walked away. Um, at this point, she's still Jerica, and Rio basically finally finds her, and she's like, you know, and he kind of confronts her. He's like, well, you know, this doesn't make sense. How you've kind of been distant, and and he puts two and two together. Yeah, he actually figured it out. He's like, but he didn't know like, he figured the, it out. He's like, the only, the only way this would make sense is if you and Jim were the same person. <laughs> are you the same person? He's like, are you? Oh, and we can't have an instant reveal. 
We've got to let this tension soak in for a bit. So you know what time it is, folks. It's commercial time. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> As we went to commercial break, uh, Rio and Jerrica are having a lovely conversation. Uh, I want to believe in Central Park is where they said. And as before we left for the commercial, Rio kind of forced the issue and said, "Are Jerrica, are you and Jim the same person? <laughs> She's like, oh. She is straight up panicking at this point. But somehow we found you know basically somehow she managed to like turn and like use her little earring communicator and be like uh synergy i need a hologram synergy help bruh and yeah no synergy sends a hologram of gem just oh look conveniently they're in the same place at the same time it's like oh hey look Uh, so yeah, the the hologram runs off, and media are just running after the hologram, because obviously they want to find this information and get the bounty. So now at this point, like you kind of get why she did it, but Jerrica kind of comes off as a piece of shit here. Yeah, it's like wow. So now Rio is wrong, and he is, like, stupid depressed at this point. I feel so bad for this dude. Dude. Like, he really went through it in this episode. I'm like, damn, man. Dude, he really went through the ringer on this one. Yeah, he did. All right. So at this point, the misfits are still kind of trying to figure out what's going on. So they come up with a an idea because I guess somehow they kind of see the, the picture here and how Rio feels. 
So they basically write up this fake letter where Rio like pours his heart out. He's like, all right. And he's like, you know, has the meet at the Statue of Liberty. And Jim seems to be oh, into yeah. it. Oh, the whole uh, the fake love note. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely something there. Oh, yeah. She was she was pretty hyped about it. Mm-hmm. So she heads out there. And as we, you know, she's kind of wandering around. <laughs> Finally, why Jim Rio's, needs some dick. Why Rio is so late. <laughs> and then, dun, dun, dun. She's locked in the Statue of Liberty. Yep. And, of course, it's right as the time where the last boat is heading out towards where she needs to be to get to the studio on time. Oh, yeah. So... (coughs) So she gets this crazy idea. And so, basically, she throws one of her earrings down at the ground to some construction workers that are below... And then, so through this, it's like synergy creates a hologram, and it's like, oh no, of her I, again. <laughs> like, I need your help. Let me out. So yeah, so they basically use the hologram to lead these construction workers up to, you know, the head of the the Statue of Liberty, where they let her out, and they're like, thanks guys. So I need a boat. And they're like, conveniently, yeah, this one, <laughs> the the sleazier of the two has a boat. He's like, oh, dude. All right, I got a boat, but uh, I'll let I'll let you take the boat if you tell me your identity. Oh, that's it. Cool. Okay. So yeah, she's like, all right, cool. I'll take you. So they get in the boat and yo, the sleazy one pushes his friend like straight out of the boat. Dude, he did. Like he just shoves the dude and he like lands in the water. He's like, yeah, whatever. He can swim. He's like, what about, what about, yeah, exactly. He's like, oh no, what about your friend? He's like, ah, he can swim. He's good. (laughs) Oh, dude. So, so this starts a ridiculous chain of events once they get to the end of the the water. Oh, he's dude. Like, all right. He's like, all right. Time to show me what's, you know, what's really under Jim. This shit was creepy. Yo. So she mess like, somehow gives, like, a hand signal or something to Synergy. And they basically create it so that Basically, Jem took off a mask of her face and revealed it to be <laughs> that dude. Yeah, it was the dude's face. Dude, it freaked and him out so bad. Like the fuck out. He stumbled backwards and fell into the water. Uh, oh, what is dude. this sentient alien being that lives in these earrings? Right. So, from there... She's like, all right, well, now I got to get to the theater. She calls a cab. And guess who it is? Oh, my hot little cabbie. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's the same oh. cab driver as before. You want fast? I'll show you fast. But oh no, they get stuck in traffic. So from there, she's <laughs> like, well, got to figure out how to get somewhere. She's like, hey kid, can I borrow your skateboard? Dude, when did she... When did she got her Tony Hawk on, man? Bruh. Like, when did she learn how to do that? I mean, is this the same school of thought where, like, every G.I. Joe somehow knows how to pilot every vehicle and work on them? And Right. Although, I guess if you're, like, highly trained like that, you would have some familiarity. You know, if it's a smaller group, you know, your training can be more specialized. Yeah, I guess. At this point, we really don't know how long she's been jam and, you know, what kind of we all crazy things she knows how to do. She was catching some. She was catching some air, man. Dude, she was like, she went like In went straight heels. through like a thick. Like she went through like a turnstile. She like jumped over, threw a handful of coins in the machine, and like they all landed. And then she lands back on the skateboard with freaking heels on. Yeah, like, she, like, like glides right into the subway. Like, right as the doors are closing. This is... I mean... Because, obviously, I mean, we know she's been gemmed for some time. Because, obviously, I don't know the exact amount of time that Eric was a part of Starlight Records. But, right. you know, at some point, they there had to have been some length of time there. And obviously, he's been managing the Misfits for some length of time now. So, yeah, she's been Jim. Um, obviously, when she's not making music, she must be doing something in her spare time. Right. So, once she gets to, like, the end of the subway station, like, right outside of, like, where she pops up, this dude just has a hang glider. Yeah, he's just chilling up there. And he's like, and she's like, all right, I need to borrow this. Do you even know how to operate this thing? <laughs> Apparently. And I think she even just said something like, it's okay, I'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, she did, actually. And I was like, huh. It's like, all right, well, okay. I guess we're just getting on the job training here. Right. And so we go back to the... Um, the studio and they're like well y'all got a minute to spare it's like you got one minute till showtime otherwise uh it's misfits time and like straight on cue like they see her in like this skylight thing and it's like oh, oh there's oh, Jim." There <laughs> and they're like oh and the misfits like oh she's not gonna make it She's still got to get in a costume. And good old... Good old synergy. synergy. So, like, she's running down the stairs. Like, she's in costume. And even the misfits are like, Oh, no, no. This is bullshit. <laughs> right. Like, how? How? This is Dude, bullshit. I really wonder what you can do with those freaking earrings. And all she wants to do is start... Is have a band. <laughs> Right, like syn like synergy, man. She should. 
Jem should be like an international spy or something. Right. At one point, didn't the media ask her, like, is it true that you're a spy? Oh, I think they did. <laughs> it was like, oh. So, yeah, they go to um, their song that they do called Broadway Magic. Oh, the title of the episode. What do you know? <laughs> ooh, ooh, they did it. Yep. <laughs> and they just said the title of the episode and the song they did it. Not gonna lie, that last song was kind of it was kind of catchy. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Like the only one I didn't like was the very first one by the Misfits. That was just straight up dumpster truck juice. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was definitely bad. not the strongest one of the episode. But no. Nah. Yeah, of course they go on. They're they're awesome. The show's a big hit. Merritt is happy. I'm pretty sure his career is saved at this point. Oh yeah. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, you, afterwards they kind of go on this whole thing, and Jim does an interview, and they're like, you know, she's like, you know what? I just like keeping my private life private. Basically, she's like, what does it matter? Fuck you guys. Yeah, I mean, does it really matter? Does it matter who I am or does the music matter? And they're like, the music, the music. See? Yep. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's pretty much where this episode ends. And honestly, I didn't think this was a bad episode. Yeah, it was better than the other one we saw. And I like. It wasn't like particularly great, but I think the the story and the pacing were set had a lot better feel to it. Yeah. And I like how we kind of actually got some backstory on things and at least got a little more background information on who these characters or at least who Jem is and who and really kind of how Eric fits into the show. Yeah, that's true. And also, you kind of learn, like, what else she can do with those freaking earrings. Yeah. Although, so far, Eric is still kind of my, might be my favorite character on the show. Oh. Because he's kind of badass for just kind of, like, a businessman villain kind of guy. Yeah, that is true. He is, um, he's got that, he's got that classic villainy in him. It does. He kind of feels like. Norman Osborne. Kind of like the Crimson <laughs> Twins from G.I. Joe, but just yeah. one of them. Holy Cause, crap. Because they're very much the same thing. They're, you know, businessmen. Their evil endeavors are kind of covered up by their, you know, whatever, or the, by the organization they have. Oh, man. So I didn't think more, about that. So it's more, it's kind of like sneaky villainry through, you know, like money laundering and right stuff like that and Eric kind of has some of that bad guy swagger to him. He really does. But yeah. So at this point, I don't think anyone in either band is, outside of like Jim, is referred to by name in this episode. Yeah, you didn't hear a lot of names. I don't think you heard any names outside of like Jim and Jerrica. It's pretty much it. And the, uh, you know, the music producer. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But literally, none of the misfits. Not even the lead one. It's like, wow. Thanks for helping establish your your <laughs> audience here. Right? 
because uh, I what? know we got the name of the one girl with the blue hair in the last one we did. Oh yeah. But I forgot it by this time. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm not. I didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, no. One thing I did learn is that the misfits are pretty flexible. <laughs> right? They were like all over that workout like, equipment. I was like, ooh, no wonder he likes working with them. <laughs> Either music's awful, but hey, check this out. It's like, no, no, don't fall for the trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's not worth the 18 years of child support. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but this wasn't the worst episode. No. It, no. It, had, it had some good points. It did. No, I honestly thought, like, kind of the structure and the pacing weren't that bad. Like, and the story made sense. There were some good character moments for, especially, like, for Rio. Oh, poor guy. It's like, all right, there's a little story to hold on to there. Like, I guess him and Jerrica are in an actual relationship, but he's got a thing for Jam. Even though he doesn't know they are literally the same person. She could have totally used that against him. Right. Although, we see that he did figure <laughs> she it out. Could have. And like, he even, like, pressed yeah. it against her. He's like, um... You know, the the like, only so, uh... reason, the only thing that would make sense that, you know, how you're so distant is that you are Jem. And then she's yeah. just like, mm, gonna need to, gonna need to pump the brakes there a little bit. Right. It's like, no. Well, you figured that out real fast, though. Yeah, no. I actually do kind of feel bad for him. Because she's like, oh, well, it's like, I have to protect my identity. <laughs> so in doing so, I kind of have to be a little shitty to you. It's like, are you two the same person? What are you talking about, Willis? Yeah. He's like, well, now I'm going to be shitty to you to, to protect my secret identity. Yep. It's like, oh. Good going, Jim. That's sad. Oh, man. Good going. Oh, boy. I... Yeah, no, this this episode was definitely not a dumpster fire compared to the last episode of Jim we did. <sighs> and it was definitely better than that episode of Mask we did. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. I mean, Ooh, that... still better than that. There, there are definitely some uh, downfalls here that I feel like unless the episode has to do with like those specific band members... We're not going to learn their names until we find those episodes, are we? Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. Freaking mask. Yeah, no, like, even during, like, the beginning part where Eric was, like, kind of talking to the misfits, he didn't address any of them by name. Like, not even the lead one. Like, you would think, <laughs> Bitch like, number one. Bitch number two. That's basically how they are. Or at least is how they've kind of been characterized the two episodes we've done of this show so far. Pretty much. Oh, I think the one that actually asked the question of who Jem really is. She seems like the least evil of them. I was going to say that. She seems like actually the sweet one. Right? It's like, and wait, that... why are you in this band of like complete evil bitches? She was the one hanging upside down. Yeah. 
And she's like the one using logic and yeah, she's so far kind of come off the least evil of all of them. He's like, ah, Jim's not so bad. She's more like evil by association. Pretty much. She's like, eh, you're a bad guy just because you're there. She's like, she's like the bubbles of the evil group. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're kind of right on that one. <laughs> man, uh, the misfits are definitely a very odd group. Yeah, they are. The, the lead one definitely wants to, like, see Jim's career crash and burn. There's definitely some kind of personal issues there. Okay. Yeah, the one Origin is kind story, of just, guys. like... Yeah, the, the one's kind of just evil by association. And then there's just, like, the random other one. Right, the one that just doesn't really care for anything. That we have, like... Which... Which I think the one that wasn't like super evil, I think she was the one that was actually in the control booth. Oh, wait, I think you're right. Dude, that could have been like a pretty awesome thing, like where she learned it. But, but then was like, um, no, actually, I'm not going to tell them. That would be pretty interesting. Oh, dude. And oddly that... enough, they end up becoming friends somehow. Right. And then she like, Try to like kind of like secretly sabotage the misfits. <laughs> right. Man, that could have been something interesting. Yeah, they're gonna win somewhere with that for sure. Which that's something you could probably do like in a modern interpretation of it. Um unfortunately didn't they, to, 80s... didn't they try to make a movie? Yes, there is a live action like Jim holograms movie. Ooh. Oh, I've heard it is complete diarrhea. <laughs> could imagine i've not heard i've never heard anything good about it i'm not surprised like i think it might be one actually one of the lowest rated movies on rotten tomatoes also oh really damn like it it tanked and it tanked hard i just wonder what made them think that was a good idea i don't know like because that yeah now I could see a more modern interpretation of Jim going the route of, I haven't seen it, but do you know of the new She-Ra series on Netflix? Uh, yes. From what I've heard, that's, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's pretty good, it's pretty progressive. Um, oh, really? Hmm. But something in that vein, I think you could do a modern interpretation of Jim you know, and still be very female empowering. Yeah, they do it the right way. And I think that could be one of those cool storylines you could do with a modern interpretation of having, like, the one misfit that's not super evil, like, know who Jim is, and then they kind of, like, work together secretly. Right. But you couldn't really do that in the 80s because syndication and things like that. So you really couldn't have a lot that went from episode to episode things kind of ha basically had to be status quo by the end yeah true yeah it's an idea I don't know there's definitely ways you can do these shows right and still get the message across to them that we could definitely do in the new in this day and age 
You listening out there, guys? <laughs> Somebody pitch it. Yeah. Come on, Netflix. Come on, Hulu. <laughs> right. Give us. I don't, I'm not sure if anyone's asking for it, but sure. Give us a modern day gem in the holograms. Let's face no one, it, the, no one asked for this. <laughs> but if you do it in that format and you do it in the Netflix style, just you know, dump a whole season out there that you can go start to finish. You can build story arcs. You can do all this great stuff. That's sort of the one great thing about the streaming platforms. And right. kind of how they've changed how we deliver television. Especially oh, yeah. if you go via the Netflix model where you just dump the whole season at once. And you can have overarching stories go through the, you know, 12, 15 episodes, whatever you would give it. But it's tight. It's condensed. It's well written. It could it... T- absolutely be done. Yeah, it can. It's working for The Witcher in Castlevania right now. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a possibility. Yeah, I know. And I think on that positive note, uh, I think we'll go ahead and uh, call an episode here, man. Uh, so I want to thank you all for listening here. Of course, uh, check us out at geekworldorder.com. Check us out on all the social medias. And of course, um, give us a like. Uh, subscribe to us on your podcast provider of choice iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, I, you know, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Um, if you can find it, we're there, man. And, uh, we'll see you next time, folks. All right. See you soon. Come check us out, man. <laughs>